you've always been taken advantage of in your life. People have always walked over you and you've let them and you've allowed them. Maybe because you didn't feel like you were worth it or maybe you felt like it was a necessary evil for you to take one for the team. Maybe there's a cycle of that happening. Maybe there's a pattern of that happening in your personal life. And so when you bring that to work, you end up getting so frustrated because it bothers you know so much, not necessarily because it's happening at work, but because this has been happening for your entire life. Trust me, I have been there. What's going on, world? And welcome back to the Pursuit of the Good Life podcast, your favorite personal development podcast. I am your host, the Cameron Lovelace. So, um, before we get into today's topic, um, today's date is September 30th, which means it is the day after the first presidential debate. And this isn't a political podcast. So, let me start by, let me start there. But um, I think we can all kind of say that that was uh, probably the most cringy uh, debate that uh, in our lifetime, well, at least in my lifetime, that I've ever watched. And it really says something um, because after the debate was over, I looked to my wife, who's from the Bahamas, and I said, you know, what is it from your perspective? What does it kind of look like? like U.S. going on as a, somebody who's not from the United States. And she said two words, a mess, a flat out mess. So I think it really says something um, in the times that we're living in when somebody that's not even from here looking at us like, bro, what y'all got going on over there? Like, that's, it's really a tragedy and a shame. Um, but nevertheless, please exercise your right to vote. Check to make sure that you are registered to vote, um, whether you're voted by ballot, whether you are going to early vote, or whether you're going to show up in person, whichever uh, way you choose to vote, um, just make sure that you're registered and that you go out and exercise your civic duty. Uh, next thing, um, I can say I'm in a pretty good mood right now because the Lakers are in the NBA Finals. And if you have been listening from the beginning, and you were uh, following the podcast when Kobe Bryant passed away, I said that I really wanted the Lakers to win in his honor to like, and they, and they, they of course dedicated this season to his memory um, and everything that he meant to the game, to the Lakers, of course, to the individual players. And it just brings my heart joy that with Kobe Bryant being one of my favorite players, that they are four wins away from honoring his legacy um, and winning the NBA championship. Now, I will also say uh, I'm happy that the Miami Heat made it too because I respect the hell out of uh, Jimmy Butler and his work ethic coming from, you know, junior, I believe coming from junior college to Marquette, um, low recruited and grinding, got it out the mud and grinding all his way to be a, a star in the NBA. So I very much respect Jimmy Butler, but I gotta say I'm rolling with the the Lakers because I I Kobe's my guy. Kobe was my favorite player, hands down. 
when he was in the league. So riding with the Lakers. Um, so game game one is tonight as a, as we're recording this. So hopefully uh, it goes well for the Lakers. All right. So now let's go ahead and get into today's topic, which comes from a session that I had earlier this week with a client. And just to give y'all without getting too in depth about what was going on, um, this session in particular, we were talking about relational issues, if you will. And she was kind of down on herself and really feeling down because she had found herself in a, in a compromising situation, if you will. And like I said, I'm not going to go deep in detail in it, but she, she said something that stuck out to me and she said, you know, I, I kind of, kind of had to look at myself and say, you know, is, is it really me? Is, is it something about me? And I was like, what do you mean? And so she, had, she went on to explain to me that this wasn't the first time that she found herself in this particular compromising situation. And so she went back and explained to me two other times where she found herself in similar situations. But she was still kind of explaining it to me. And I think because she was too close to the situation, she couldn't really see what I was seeing, obviously, as her counselor. And I, I said, I said out loud, I said, you know, I'm seeing a pattern. She said, you know what, as, as we're explaining, so I'm starting to see one too. And I said, well, what is it that you see? And she found, she, she looked, she explained it, but after we talked through it, she realized that every time that situation A happened, the result would be B. And because of that result, the decision that she made from being in situation B, it would put herself in this type of situation that would be a compromising one. And so, like I said, I'm not going deep into it, but what I want to talk about today is breaking the cycle. Because we all, we might not have relational issues. We might not have, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend uh, issues right now. But we all are, in, when, when there's a serious problem going on, chances are it's because there's a cycle going on. So if you have issues with a particular family member, and every time this family member comes around, chances are it's not just you jump straight to pop off or you jump straight to problems or you jump straight to insults. Chances are it's usually there's a, there's a preface there's the intermission, there, there's climax, and then there's the ending. There's always like step one. Usually there's a step one, step two, step three. So if, you, if we're comparing this to the rain cycle, obviously, obviously there are condensation. No, no, no. Precipitation, evaporation, condensation, and then it happens all over again. One happens usually right before the other and so Cameron when you talking about rain what do you but what do you mean like with this so if you have an issue with your if with the parent follow me here if you if if you have an issue with a parent and you feel like this parent is always dogging you this parent is always on you chances are something before has either happened on your end or their end that puts them in that mode to go in on you or to dog you. Now, some of y'all might be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, 
chances are that's because you are way too close to the situation. Because when it comes to breaking the cycle, what's very important is, you know, follow, we're going to talk about this more, but following a process that allows you to not only see the situation for what it was, but also see it for what it isn't. And you see what's really going on instead of really focusing on the wrong things. And so what I said, when I say that, because when we were going over this, this situation with the client, the, the issue wasn't necessarily that she always put herself in the compromising situation. It, it was because when she gets into a vulnerable state, the people that are closest to her, follow me here, the people that are closest to her, she didn't necessarily trust to be vulnerable with them. And by that, I mean her relatives. So maybe she feels some type of way and she feels like those relatives may judge her instead of comforting her. You follow me? So when she's in that vulnerable state, she, felt she needs somebody to comfort her. Now, the, the problem was she was, find, she was finding comfort in somebody that was trying to do more than just comfort her, in which engaged her in a complicated situation. When really she needed somebody who she could trust with that vulnerability and with that self, I won't say self-doubt, but that, that self-feeling that feels like you're not worthy enough, that feels like you are not who you deserve to be. You get what I'm saying? And so that was how we identified, and that was the really the true key of fixing her proper cycle. Was when, because everybody, we all, even me included, when we get into that vulnerable moment, when we get into that low moment, when the low points come in life, who are you surrounding yourself with? This was what we were explaining to her. And and what she realized is that she has people that she can go to that are not her relatives that would not take advantage of her. And by making this change, this will make all the difference and hopefully keep her out of these compromising situations. Now, like I said, you're listening to this and this is a relational podcast, but this is also a career slash business con podcast as well. And so when we're talking about personal development in the business in the career sense let's say that for example you are changing jobs like you changing draws chances are you may go into the job with a certain level of expectation right we might have, you know we might think you know this would be a better situation for me and my time i won't be working overtime it'd be a better situation i might have better people around whatever reason that you whatever level of expectation that you have going into the job and then you work there for a little minute and then eventually your expectations that nobody set but you are not being met and because it's not being met or something has happened when some level of bs has happened which every job has its own level of bs of course when that bs happens you bail and you say okay no 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 i got to i got to get up out of here and you don't stay long enough to either change the situation or to grow in the situation or whatever that situation that you're falling into that may be as simple as talking to your manager, talking to your coworker, setting hard boundaries 
so that you're not being taken advantage of. You skip all of that part and you just say, you know what, I'm going to just switch to another job. So if you're listening to this particular episode and you know, you, you found yourself in similar situations over and over again, possibly with the same kind of people over and over again, chances are you are in a cycle, my friend. And it's important for you to break that cycle so that you can continuously move forward in your life and create the good life that you desire in your life. And so the way that you do that is you first have to, honestly, you got to put your emotions to the side. So if, if y'all remember last week's episode, I talked about how my parents' divorce caused me to, you know, uh, decompartmentalize is the official term, decompartmentalize my emotions and put them in a box and put them to the side so that I can continue to move forward. So to a small extent, I want you guys to do that when looking at your particular cycle. The reason why is because every time you think about your situation or you think about the person or you think about whatever your cycle is, you're going to have an emotional attachment to it. And the thing about it is when our emotions get high, our reasoning starts to get low. Think about it. Every time that you are angry at somebody or something, every time that you are upset, every time that you are afraid, every time that you are experiencing a high level of emotions, chances are you aren't thinking properly because you're going to respond and react based on your emotions, whether it's a relational conflict, a familial conflict, business conflict. If you are in your feelings, you are not thinking like you needed to. And so that's why the first step of breaking your particular cycle has to be like putting, checking those emotions just for the time being. Now, I'm not saying completely throw them away in a box for months, years at a time like I did. I'm saying like temporarily, okay, whatever happens when I look at this situation, when I talk about this situation, I need to put my emotions over here, which is why usually when you're doing this step, I encourage you to do it with somebody who is outside of the situation. Why? Because that person doesn't have an emotional attachment to it. And they can clearly see like when you're telling them what's going on, when you're telling them uh, maybe you're getting dis- uh, taken advantage of, when you're telling them you got something going on, because they don't have an emotional attachment to it, they can say, bruh, or girl, you, uh, yeah, you tripping. You're like, outside look, because they have an outsider's perspective. So it helps when you're checking your emotions to have somebody there with you who does not have an emotional attachment. That's why, you know, you can get a counselor, you can get a therapist, you can get somebody who is good in the head, who has your best interest in mind, that will help you walk through that. But once you do, before you, before you even start, you got to do that. But the next thing is you have to, have to, have to identify the cycle and what's going on. You got to identify, okay, this is the result, but let's trace it backwards. And let's look at maybe step one. Let's look at maybe step two. Let's look at maybe step, okay, three. Wait. Oh, something else is happening too. So let me give you guys an example of this in real time. So I was working out pretty consistently. 
I was working out like three times a week. And then eventually I bumped that up to four times a week. Right. Right. And so I was going four week, four times, working out four times a week for at least about three to four weeks strong. Right. And so the thing was, when I was doing that, I found myself being a bit more productive. Why? Because the because I because in order to get those four workouts in, I had to start thinking about when I was going to do these workouts. Because I was thinking, okay, some days I have a staff meeting. Some days I got to record the podcast. Some days I got to cook dinner. So when can I fit a workout in? On this day, it's a wrap. So let me look at the next day. When can I do that? So Friday might be date night, might be have something going on, might need to go out of town. Uh, so I maybe need to wake up and do it early. So in me doing that, I, re- I realized that in order for me to be productive and get the, the business things that I need to do, sending out my emails, following up with my clients, balancing my schedule, that for me, the initial catalyst was for me to work out. Because if I, if I commit myself, if I look in the mirror and say, I'm going to work out four days this week, I'm going to work out three days this week, then I recognize that by me putting a day on this, on the, uh, not, not just a day, but putting a day with a time, specific timeline, when I was going to work out, that resulted in me being more productive because I wanted to get other things done before I worked out. Because if I work out, that's going to be at minimum an hour blocked out of my day between actually working out, taking a shower, um, getting everything situated. You feel me? And so I said, and so this particular week, matter of fact, I might be going on two weeks. I haven't worked out. Y'all follow me? Now, I haven't worked out, and guess what? I haven't been as productive. I haven't been sending out emails consistently like I need to. I haven't been um, reading like I need to. I've fallen off on my reading my books. And so I recognized that the beginning catalyst of this was me not working out. Because if I work out, then I have to put it on my schedule. If I put it on the schedule, then I got to think about what else I need to do to get done on the schedule. When I need to go grocery shopping, when I need to cook dinner, when I need to send out emails, when I need to follow up with a client, when I need to go to this meeting, when I need to schedule that meeting. All that began for me personally. This is just me talking now. For me personally, that starts with working out. And whether I work out two times a week or whether I work out four times a week or five times a week or seven times a week, the fact that I didn't put anything on my schedule and that I said, you know what, I'm going to take this week off. And then now that week is creeping into two weeks. So I need, to, I need to step back and I need to get it together for me to start getting productive. All right. Now, if you notice, as I walk through that cycle with me, I recognize the true, true, true problem. The true problem is that I wasn't being productive. Right. It's not that I'm gaining weight. It's not that, you know, I'm losing tone. But the problem is because I didn't look at my schedule, my calendar, I'm not being as productive. And if I'm not using the calendar to be productive, then a lot of things are not going to get done. And when things don't get done, I don't get the results that I'm looking for. 
So like I said, meetings aren't get scheduled, which means that, you know, things that should get done in the month of September are now going to get pushed back to October. And that might be potential money that I might miss out on. But that's because I need to make sure that I use my schedule. And for me, a catalyst in me using my schedule is me working out. Y'all follow me with all that? And so after you identify the cycle, you have to identify the true problem, which for me was my productivity. And the next thing and the final thing is to identify the solution for you. Really step back. So like going back to my client's example, the, the cycle was she came into an issue. She's in a vulnerable place. She puts herself around somebody to find comfort in her, except that that person is trying to do more than just comfort her. So then the result of that is finding herself in a compromising situation. She thought because she was in her emotions that there was something wrong with her. Something is wrong with me. I keep putting myself in these compromising positions. But really the true problem is I'm putting myself around somebody who's putting me in these compromising positions. So instead of the solution, instead of going continuously finding myself around somebody who will put me in a compromising position, let me put myself around somebody who is not going to put me in a compromising position. Somebody who I can trust, who I know that I know that I know has my best interests in my mind and that wants me to, to be comforted and wants me to flourish. What is the true problem? I'm sorry, let me back up. What is the cycle? Then what is the true problem? And then let's implement a solution. What are those things for you that, that work out for you? Let's, let's walk through this. Number one in your, in your career, you keep getting, you, you, you are frustrated. You are upset. You are mad. You are pissed at the things that are going on with your work and how this is affecting you. You got people taking advantage of you. You got people talking to you any kind of way. What, what is, okay, let's, what's this cycle that's happening? Something happens at work, you get pissed, maybe you bail. Or maybe you shut down and now you get frustrated, you go into your car and you cry. All right, now let's back up and figure out what the true problem is. Maybe the true problem is you don't know how to stand up for yourself. Maybe the true problem is you don't know how to say no. Maybe the true problem is you've always been taken advantage of in your life. People have always walked over you and you've let them and you've allowed them. Maybe because you didn't feel like you were worth it or maybe you felt like it was a necessary evil for you to take one for the team. Maybe there's a cycle of that happening. Maybe there's a pattern of that happening in your personal life. And so when you bring that to work, you end up getting so frustrated because it bothers you so much, not necessarily because it's happening at work, but because this has been happening for your entire life. Trust me, I have been there. And I had to get to a point to where I had to say, you know what, I'm gonna have my own best interest at heart. And I'm gonna, and I'm not going to take one for the team. I'm going to take one for me. 
and make sure that I'm taken care of and make sure that I'm straight. And once I'm straight, then I can help you out. Instead of me spending extra time at work, I'm going to spend that extra, I'm going to get off on time so that I can get home to my wife because I'm frustrated because I'm here at work instead of at home sitting there with my wife, taking care of her, getting good loving from her like she can. And so you, what, what is your, what is your cycle? Like I said, first step, step one, I'm, I'm repeating this over and over again. Step one, take your feelings out of it. Step two, identify what the cycle is happening. Step three, identify the true problem. Next thing and final thing, implement a solution. That's how you break a cycle. For those of you who are listening to this, you have relational issues. Every time an issue comes up, you and your girl, you and your guy, you get into it. What's really going on here? What, what's really going on here? Every time this person comes to you with a specific topic, it results in an argument, which then results in name calling or something that being said that doesn't need to be said. And then results in y'all being in two different rooms. Trust me, I have been there too. What's the, what's the real problem? Is it that you're not listening to what they're really saying? Is it that you're too busy trying to fix the problem instead of just listening to them? Is it that you're a fixer and they are just venting? Is it that you're not on their side? Is it that you are not being the supportive partner or the supportive family member? I mean, not restrict this to relationships. What is the true problem and how can you fix it? Is it that, okay, I need to, I got, I got one mouth in two ears. So I need to, maybe I need to listen twice as much as I'm speaking. Maybe I need to listen to understand instead of listening to respond. Maybe I need to do some personal work so that I don't have a reaction every time something is brought to my attention. Maybe I need to stop feeling like it's a personal attack when this person is giving me some critiques, constructive criticism, if you will. Maybe this is something that I personally need to work on. And where can I find, where can I do that work at? I need to maybe go get a therapist. Maybe I need to listen to a podcast. Maybe I need to get a coach. Maybe I need to write in my journal. Maybe I need to start meditating. Maybe I need to start praying. What are those, what is the solution to the true problem and what can you do to work towards breaking that cycle every single day because the thing about it is the cycle is there because of it's it's been like a, a momentum over time if you will once you break it you got to be aware of it so that you don't break it so that the cycle doesn't keep happening every single day
Because just because you've made a decision to break the cycle doesn't mean everyone else around you has. They will keep trying you if you let them. They will keep taking advantage of you if you let them. They will keep uh, pushing your buttons if you let them. That's why you have to be aware of the entire cycle. You got to be willing to step back and look at what is really going on so that when a red flag shows up, when, when somebody says something slick, you know how to properly respond instead of throwing hands. Try Jesus, don't try me. Shout out to Toby. But you got to sit back and, and look at what is going on and then look at what's going on with you within the cycle. You feel me? People aren't just hot. People don't just jump from zero to 100 real quick. No, 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 no. It's something about you getting in, in, in the presence of something else that causes an explosion, that causes you to fly off the handle. And if you don't recognize that, you're going to keep putting yourself in that environment that causes you to fly off the handle. And like I've already told you before, when, you are emotions, when your emotions are high, your reasoning is low. Because we're emotional beings. We are in our feelings. We get in our feelings quite often. And once we reach our feelings, it's kind of a wrap. So before you get into your feelings, before the cycle reloads and happens all over again, take a step back. Let's look at it. Let's see what's really going on. And let's find a solution whether that's relational, whether that's in your business, whether that's in your career, whether that is in your family, whether that's in your friendships, whether that is in the church, you got to step back and look at what's really going on. Because if you don't do that, you're going to stay in that cycle and be repeating the same thing over and over and over. And then start looking like, why, why does this keep happening? Insanity is, expect, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Please don't be insane. So, all right. Uh, that's my time. Like I said, when it's just me, I'm just going to uh, keep it about 30 minutes. So um, coming up in the coming weeks, I'm looking. Um, might not be next podcast. Might be one after that. But I'm going to be bringing on some guests that uh, have been successful in doing the things that they're good at. Um, I got a t-shirt brand. I got a lawyer. I got a nonprofit founder. I got, I got some special people coming on for y'all. So make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Those will be longer than 30 minutes. I promise you. So for those of y'all washing dishes, uh, working out, listen to this, doing the things that you do when you listen to a podcast, I got you. But guys, do me a huge favor. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, if you listen to this on Spotify, anywhere, I want you to please give me five stars. Give me that like, give me that, all that to keep the Pursuit of the Good Life podcast going up in the ratings. It really helps. 
and gets us uh, to more people who can discover us. So give us that five-star review, leave us a great comment. And if you're watching this on YouTube, give me that like for the algorithm, leave a comment of what you thought and uh, just keep the support. Really appreciate it. All right, guys, um, bringing it back to you each and every single Thursday. I want you guys to keep pursuing your version of the good life. Until then, I will see you next week.